What up, everyone out there? How are you guys all doing tonight? This is episode 47, and guess what? 2024, when Trump gets back in office, he'll be not only 45, but he'll be 47. The fourth, He'll be the only president since Grover Cleveland to ever serve two non-consecutive um, terms as president. And, that, and Trump, Trump will be the one doing that, and I cannot wait for that. And Trump will forever, he's already etched a stone in history forever, but Trump will just solidify his entire, everything that he's done as, an, as president. Everything that he's ever done will culminate and will into what it truly is and what it was supposed to be and what it will become. I cannot wait until 2024. All right, as you guys know, and speaking of Trump, because we're actually going to be talking about Trump here a little bit here because of the the January 6th committee hearings was um, the first hearings. I believe at least the first one was today. Yeah. And all, and because, like, like there was so much crap that was spread about it. Like, it's not even funny. So we're going to be talking about that. Also, we're going to be doing an extension of yesterday's episode where um, where we talked about how Tim Pool got swatted um, yesterday for the ninth time. Well, he was not the only one that got swatted. Jeremy from The Quartering, who is a YouTuber big YouTuber. I'm a big fan of him as well. He got swatted too. And it's believed to be the same person. Now we don't know for a fact if it is, but it is believed to be the exact same person as that has had um, Tim Pool swatted. His, Jeremy has been actually um, um, against, very against the who, the people who've ever been swatting Tim Pool. Like he even put up like, I believe it was a $10,000 reward to, to, to lead to the arrest of whoever was um, behind the swatting. So yeah, we're gonna go right into that um too, but uh, but we're gonna start with the main topic here today. We're gonna be talking about the January sixth committee here, like it was started today. As you guys know, Jan the January sixth committee is a hoax, pretty much. It's it's illegitimate. It's there's no basis, no meeting, and it's just a, spreading a bunch of uh, lies. That's really what it is. Sorry about that. Uh, that's pretty much what it is. Trump did not incite that January sixth riot. He did not. He, and I'm quoting him when he said this, he said, peacefully and patriotically walk over to the Capitol. Yeah, that does not seem like um, someone who just incited a riot or was trying to overthrow the government or force and forcefully put himself back in like that. It does not sound like that. So what was going on? Well, basically, like the Democrats who are pretty much evil at this point, they are actually using, taking advantage of this to try to make it look like Trump incited it. When really, at the end of the day, we know that um, it was FBI agents and Antifa thugs that were the ones that started that riot and was went into the Capitol. Like, as you guys all know who Ray Epps is. Ray Epps. Ray Epps was that guy who was not being charged with any crime, but video to the Capitol and like stuff like that. And then the, the crowd started like, what? And the, they started saying, what? Like, what the hell are you doing, man? And then they started calling him a Fed, which I'm pretty sure that's what he was. And then, there, and then like, um, when the Senate was doing some hearings um, like, and to find out who he was, the F, they were questioning the FBI to, to whether or not was he a federal agent or something like that. And the FBI refused to comment on it. They refused to answer the question. So that just leaves it open. Like, um, what are you guys trying to hide right there? You, you guys cl clearly know something that we don't. So, yeah, I do not trust um, this committee committee at all. 
and like it's bipartisan, it's not part, it's not, but it's it's a partisan committee is what I'm trying to say. Now, if they put Liz Cheney there to make it look like it's being um, a bipartisan, but no, Liz Cheney, as we know, is a huge rhino, is against Donald Trump, cannot stand him, and she is pretty the establishment Republican that no one really likes. And pretty much, I think it's obvious that she's going to be out of office um, by the midterms this year because, like, she's in um, Wyoming. Like I said before, Wyoming is the most red state in the entire country. So, yeah, I think it's clearly obvious that she will be out by then. And I can't wait for her to be out because the Cheneys are – she, Liz Cheney and her father are terrible. And they were terrible, in my opinion, as, as, a, as a being in, in um, government, they were terrible. Especially, uh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think you guys probably get that right there. All right, we're going to go into this first article right here. Give me one second. I'm going to bring this right up. It'll take me a moment. Um, where is this? Uh, sorry about this, guys. I'm trying to bring this up right here. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. Give me one second. I'm bring- okay. Um, share screen. Yeah. Yes, right here. As you guys can see right here. So, yeah. Um, here's this is from the from Breitbart because they wrote an article about this. The hearing started and like there's a started to be a huge buzz over it. So, yeah. Huh. And this article is titled Hollywood hyperventilates over January 6th committee hearing. I can't breathe. As you guys know what that reference is, um, I'm not allowed to comment on that reference, but yeah. Hollywood celebrities hi- hi- hyperventilated over all over Twitter and poured praise on Representative Liz Cheney of Wyoming on Thursday in response to the January 6th committee hearings about the right at, on Capitol Hill. Like as you said, she's a huge, like I said, she's a huge, huge rhino. And, like, the only reason she was put on the committee was to make it look bipartisan. But, yeah. Celebrities from John Leganillo, I I don't know how you say that. I'm going to botch that. To Alyssa Milano, cranked the dream up to 11. I can't breathe. We were so close to the end of our democracy. The Encanto, 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 whatever that is, Star said. I can't breathe. We were so close to the end of our democracy. I want to check some of these tweets out right here. Right, right. Uh, hell yeah! I am watching the most important hearings in my lifetime. You, you, yo, are you watching the January sixth hearing right now? Yes, yeah, so powerful. Like, okay, yeah. This just shows where all the I I want to react to some of these people right here. Like, uh, come on, Lord, where? My God, who is this? Um, Alyssa Milo, Milo, Milo. What? I don't know how you say her name. Sorry about that. Uh, my God, what have we become? When was this tweet? Uh, June, June 9th. Okay, right here. Uh, they started posting some photos right here. So, yeah. Clearly, like, a lot of these guys are Antifa thugs that were in the federal agents that were in the Capitol. Like, um, you're never going to, like, some guy like that, like these guys right here. I think these guys are agents or or this person right here. They're agents or they're Antifa thugs. I'm still trying to figure out which ones these are, but yeah. 
Yeah, like uh, like this, like this person right here. I'm pretty sure, like, you're never gonna convince me that all these people are just Trump supporters. I mean, there were Trump supporters there, no question. But it was the Antifa and federal agents that started the riot. They are the ones that made all this go go to shit. Like, yeah, like this guy personally, yeah, yeah, and and you see how stupid this is. Like, they're trying to picture Trump as inciting it when there's no evidence at all that he did. So, yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. All right, now this is incredibly stupid right here, and yeah, I'm. This just shows where all these Hollywood elites are. Like, um, they they are all like, if you don't cater to their agenda, this is what you get axonized, just like Chris Pratt is being, or someone like um, uh, what was his name again? For uh, uh Dave, Dave Woods, yeah, uh. Yeah, Woods. I, I forgot what, what his first name was, but you guys know who I'm talking to. Oh, Disney's Hocus Pocus two star, Bet Betty Bet Bet Betty Midler did what many of her left wingers peers did and quoted Cheney. Okay, I gotta I gotta read this. Like, um, give me one second. Is this her? Uh, just making sure. Okay. I say to my Republican colleagues, this is what Cheney said. I say to my Republican colleagues, there will come a time when Donald Trump will be gone. <laughs> but your dis but dishonor will remain. Your dishonor will remain. Um, my response to this is what Trump has said. They're not after me. They're after you. I'm just in the way. And yeah, we are getting hit hard ever since he left office. Yeah, this just shows how a radical these leftists have, have become. Many a left wing celebrity helped loads of praise on Representative Liz Cheney of Wyoming as crusader for the truth. Crusader for the truth. Hmm. Both Chairman Thompson and Vice Chairman Cheney said in no uncertain terms that Donald Trump is responsible for the seditious conspiracy to overthrow the United States government. There's no evidence that he tried to overthrow the government. There is none, and he can't even prove it," said the Princess Bride director Rob Reiner. "Said, oh, I want to check this tweet up. <laughs> Rob Reiner, he this is another guy in Hollywood. So yeah, he said both Chairman Thompson and Vice Chairman Cheney said in no uncertain terms that Donald Trump is responsible for the seditious conspiracy to overthrow the United States government. Check, please." Again, no evidence whatsoever. James Woods, that was my mistake. That's who that was, the other guy I was trying to think of earlier. But that's, yeah. <laughs> like I said, there's no, there's no evidence that he tried to overthrow the government. The left are so, and Democrats are so desperate to just try to find something small on him. Just something small to get him out of there. And they can't. Just like in the Manhattan investigation. They had to shut the investigation down permanently because they couldn't find any evidence on Trump. So... If you can't find any evidence, I think that just goes to show you're just chasing your tail. It's just, it's just, it's almost like as stupid as flat earthers are. Okay, who is this again? George Takia, Takia, oh, Sulu from Star Trek. I think this is, I think, yeah, okay, okay. Liz Cheney has come bearing the receipts. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> Okay, look at what this person said. I vow to never vote for a Republican again. 
But Liz Cheney is giving me pause for a thought. Yeah. Guess what? She's gone. She's not going to be there next year. Because guess well until yeah. Because guess what? She's not going to win her re-election thing. Because Wyoming is the most red state in the country, and she's hated and hated there. So yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm want, I, I want to read this. I don't want. Yeah. Is it? Wait, wait, wait. Okay. No, that's not the right one. My mistake. I'm trying to find it right here. Okay. Linda Carter, uh, the famous Wonder Woman actress. I loved watching that Wonder Woman show when I was younger. And yeah, bringing the seditious, bringing the seditionist to justice should be a bipartisan move, as Representative Liz Cheney has shown us. No, she's not. She is a rhino. No one trusts her or likes her. The January 6th um, committee is critical for the health of our democracy. Again, we are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic. That means that the rights of the minority are protected are protected from the rights of the majority. Guess what? The majority can't just get a simple um, 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 edge over the minority and that the minority has no say. The minority still has a say, but um, from the majority. But the only way, but the, what the thing is, like the majority has to have like an extreme supermajority to like to get the vote to make sure that the to, to, to beat out the minority. That's just how it is. And guess what? I like that actually, because conservatives actually get to have a say. Because like if like um if you like without the electoral college, Democrats would win every single time. Because like California and New York would decide the president every time, no matter what, no matter what the um thing is, the decision is. Cal- it would just come down to California and New York and no one else. Yeah. Not look at it's a Soviet style show trial, essentially a Democrat cult ceremony. Um, yeah, that depends on how you want to look at it. The Democrats themselves are, are a bunch of cultists. Bohemian Grove, I should say. <laughs> yeah. Let's see who else. Uh, let's see this. Okay, bring the seditions at. Okay, we already wrote that. Uh, read that. Okay, Michael Ian Black, I believe. Who? Let me see who this guy is. Who is this guy? I don't know who he is. YouTube sensation. I, I I've I've never heard who this person is. So yeah, Liz Cheney. Liz clearly wants Trump to go to jail. I think she does. I'm positive sure on that. I, I don't know who that I don't know what this person is trying to imply or not, so I can't really comment too much on that because like it it just wouldn't seem right. So yeah. Okay. Oh, here's a good one right here. I think. Okay, right here. Padme Padme Lacassie Lacassie. I I'm botching her. Author, host of Bracciola Chef. Uh, creator of How to Taste the Nation on Hulu, watch our special holiday edition. I'm not 100% sure who this is, so, uh, yeah. Sorry, it's hot as, it's hot as hell in here. Sorry about that, guys. Okay, sorry about that. Tonight, I say this to my Republican colleagues who are defending the indefensible. There will come, come a day when Donald Trump is gone, but your dishonor will remain. Liz Cheney. So, yeah. Proud rodeo mom, soccer mom, baseball mom, hockey mom, 
constitutional conservative, honored to serve the people of Wyoming in Congress. Yeah, you're not going to be there no more. You're not a conservative, Liz Cheney. You're not. Like, and we and conservatives like me reject you. Like, you're you're a neocon, just like um Dan Crenshaw is. Yeah. I watched all of that, and I really appreciate Liz for being a, a reasonable person. No, she's not. But it seems like we've reached a point where trying to appeal to Republicans' sense of reason and common decency just doesn't work anymore. They have lost their sense of reason and shame. Yeah. Boy, you can have that opinion, man, but we have not lost our shame. If anything, you guys have lost your shame. That's what you Democrats have become. Okay. Uh, okay, read that. Okay. Okay. Ron Perlman. Okay, this one. Okay, I, I got to read this one. This one is going to be probably my favorite one. And Ron Perlman, the Hellboy actor, who I actually liked as a kid until I got older and realized how, how, how much of an idiot and how stupid he is, changed my mind completely on him. So, yeah. <clears throat> Trump and McCarthy, and I do not like McCarthy. Trump and McCarthy made a bet that they could end Liz Cheney because she's refused to be their gullibles. Gullibles? Whatever. What a rookie move. Uh, How is that a rookie move? Can you explain that? First of all, I disagree with her opinions, and a lot of conservatives disagree with her opinions too. We don't like her. Guess what? We're kicking her out because we don't want anything to do with her because she is a rhino and no one likes her. I certainly don't like her. And a lot of other conservatives and Republicans don't like her either. So, yeah. Uh, right or wrong, never bet against the name Cheney. Uh, I, I disagree. That's the kind of shit that gets a person shot in the face. Oh, I get the, I get the joke now. I get, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll tell you something that's not safe. Going hunting with Dick Cheney. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, uh, David Eggert. Um, Breaking, the FBI has arrested Republican candidate for governor Ryan Kennel at his home and taken him into custody. Wow, I'll, oh, wow, I'll, get, I'll probably have to go look at this later on after this show. I'll probably have to go take a look to see what that said. Yeah, uh, and yeah, uh, one more. This Wanda Skykes person, whoever this is. I, I'm not aware who, who this is, so sorry. Uh, okay, I know who she is now. I know. I don't really pay attention to Hollywood actors' names that much. I rarely do, so forgive me for that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <sighs> yes, finally, I'm watching every minute. It's a damn shame we have to thank Liz Cheney for doing what every congressperson swore to do. Donald Trump will go away, but your shame in white supremacy. Yeah. <laughs> that just shows how pathetic she is. Bull, bulge at BS. Uh, I'm not saying that word. Will remain. I appraise. I praise. Whatever you want to call it. Look, you're. I saw what she was doing at the at the was it the Oscars about a month ago. So yeah, like the opening thing where she was where she and a couple other people were saying something about. And if you're in Florida, then they kept saying something, which I cannot say here. Because I do not want my channel getting nuked, but I know what you. But yeah, that you just have. If you want to know who this kind of person is, just go watch that opening scene at the Oscars where she appeared. Just go watch it, and you'll get a great idea of what is going on here. Truly, will. Yes, finally, I've watched. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. 
like you said, I'm oh god, like I want to read a little more into that. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, let's go. Prop this. I'm gonna read a little more of this. Uh, where is it? Uh, okay, like there's a couple of these. Uh, too many plans, deceptive edit video of Capital. Yeah, uh, I can't play any video from the from that because, like, yeah, obvious reasons. But yeah, we're gonna read a little more into this. Representative Liz Cheney presented the Democratic majority's case against former President President Trump in the first public hearing of the January 6th committee on Thursday by claiming Capitol Police were hit with violence provoked by Donald Trump. Okay. If you want to show evidence of it, show me evidence. And guess what? There is none. That charge was, ba was the basis of Trump's second impeachment trial. And he was acquitted. So, yeah. Where he was acquitted... Partly because he specifically told the crowd at his rally to protest peacefully and patriotically. And yes, that's 100% true. And there was no evidence he had ever intended any violence. And there truly was not. Trump said, we have come to demand that Congress do the right thing and only account the, and count the electors who have been lawfully slated, lawfully slated. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Can you please explain to me how that's um, inciting violence? For real, I really would like to hear that. Because if that is, then certainly what um, Maxine Waters did in Minnesota was inciting violence. If that's where you want to go, that certainly was violence. The argument of the House impeachment man man managers had been th that Trump provoked the violence in a general sense by telling supporters that the election had and that they could stop its certification. So, yeah, you guys know I can't say that. So, yeah. As, as the House impeachment resolution put in, and I'm quoting right here. <clears throat> Shortly before the joint session um, commenced, President Trump addressed a crowd at the Ellipse at, in Washington, D.C. There he reiterated false claims that, yeah, and... and yeah, okay, I'm not going to say that part. We also willfully made the statements that in context encouraged and foreseeably resulted in lawless action at the Capitol, such as if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. Guess what? If you don't fight like hell, you will not have a country. That is, that is a fact. Thus incited by President Trump, members of the crowd he had addressed in an attempt to, among other objectives, interfere with the joint session's solemn constitutional duty to certify the results of the 2020 presidential election. Unlawfully breached and vandalized the Capitol, injured and killed law enforcement um, um, personnel, menaced members of the Congress and the vice president and congressional personnel, and engaged in other violent, deadly, destructive, and seditious acts. Well, it's been shown that it's been shown that that officer that died actually died from like a gas thing. So like I'm I'm reacted to some gas that was actually released. So he wasn't murdered like in the sense that you think he is, but he died. But it was not from that, from what you're thinking. Trump's defense lawyers pointed to the fact that Democrats had similar fight language on a variety of occasions. Yep. The January 6th committee has implied that it has evidence that Trump knew beforehand the, uh, of the violence that would erupt at the Capitol. Uh, and guess what? He didn't, like, in the sense where, like, he knew he was planning to, like, knew it was going to happen like that. Uh, no, he didn't. 
but he actually did ask for the National Guard to be there, and it was rejected by the House. They refused, they refused to allow that to happen. That's not Trump's fault. But that the evidence had not yet emerged as of the first hearing on Thursday evening. Yeah, this just shows how pathetic the committee is. Like, they're clearly partisan. They're not being open to other ideas. Like, this just shows how pathetic they have become. Like, why is anyone going to trust these committee, this committee anymore? Guess, guess what? If you actually try to get them, um, like, what they're trying to use this to do is to not only get Trump disqualified, but he, so he can't run again, but they're trying to um, disqualify Marjorie Taylor Greene and a few other members of Congress so they can't run again. Guess what? If that happened, civil war would break out as a whole. There, there would be no debate there. Civil war would break out, and this country would just go into chaos immediately. Is that what these leftists want? Do they really want a civil war? This is just what they're. This just shows what they're. How pathetic they are. How anyone can even like or even believe anything that this committee says is beyond me. I have no idea. <sighs> yeah. Like. Uh, okay. Right here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna read this. This last one before I get to the other articles, too. Oh, one moment. Then. One second. Right here. Yeah. One second. So, sorry, guys. I'm. I'm re-editing this part right here. Jason Miller. Uh, I'm not a big Jason Miller fan, but, yeah, I want to read what he says right here. <sighs> Jason Miller, who I believe he was a former Trump appointee, something along those lines. Jason Miller says Liz Cheney deceptively, deceptively edited his testimony for the January 6th primetime hearing. If this is true, man, I because I don't know yet at this moment, but if this is true... There's, there's no reason this committee should be just disband, disbanded immediately if this is true, and it never should have been put in place anyway. There was no reason for that to happen. <clears throat> Jason Miller, CEO of Getter, and I'm not a Getter fan too, and former spokesperson and advisor for former President Donald Trump, said that Representative Liz Cheney deceptively edit, edited his testimony that was played during the January 6th committee primetime hearing. I'm gonna read a little more because this. This, if this is true, then all the evidence should be thrown out immediately. That there should be no exceptions. All of it should be. Should be. So yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm gonna read a little more into this. So give me a sec right here. All right. During the committee's primetime hearing, well, I didn't watch that because I was busy working. Well, doing something else. But even if I wasn't busy, I probably wouldn't have watched it anyway. Cheney played a 30-second clip of Miller's video recorded testimony. In this clip, Miller describes a call between the Trump campaign's internal data expert and President Trump a few days after the 2020 election. Cheney said shortly before playing the clip. Okay, I'm interested to hear what this says. I was in the Oval Office, and at some point in the conversation, Matt Oshkowski, I, I, I'm botching that, I'm sorry, who was the lead data person, was brought on, and I remember he delivered to the president in the pretty blunt term that he was going to lose, Miller said in the video. Okay? And that was based, Mr. Miller, on Matt and the data's um, team assessment of the short of country by, by county, by county, county, state, by state results as reported. The investigators asked Miller. Correct, Miller said. Okay? The brief clip ended after that the, that interaction, and according to Miller, Cheney intentionally left out a portion where 
he talks about Trump's disagreement with Orchwitzki. I'm botching it. I'm so sorry about that, guys. So, yeah, I'm going to watch that video right now so we can get this because, I yeah, we'll watch that video. Jason. Right here. Let's Let's play this right here. Jason Miller was a senior Trump campaign spokesman. In this clip, Miller describes a call between the Trump campaign's internal data expert and President Trump a few days after the 2020 election. I was in the Oval Office um, and at some point in the conversation, Matt Oskowski, Oskowski. who is the lead data person, was brought on. And I remember he delivered to the president pretty blunt terms uh, that he was going to lose. And that was based, uh, Mr. Miller, on Matt and the data team's assessment of the sort of county by county, state by state results as reported? Correct. Okay, I'm interested to read what Matt has to say about that. I'm interested. Let's see. Okay. All right. Assessment. Correct. The brief clip ended after that interaction. And according to Miller, Cheney intentionally left out a portion where he talks about Trump's disagreements with Oshkowski. Here's what came next in my testimony, which Cheney failed to play. Two. Okay. And what was the president's reaction to when Matt said to him, hey, we've looked at the numbers and you're going to lose? A. I think it's safe to say he disagreed with Matt, Matt's analysis. Two, what, on what basis did he give a basis? A, he believed that Matt was not looking at the prospect of legal challenges going our way and that Matt was looking at purely from what those numbers were showing as opposed to broader things to include legility and election integrity. Okay, that just shows that um, that was clearly edited. Like Trump, like Trump did not, like Trump was not told, he was told directly that he was probably going to lose they left out the part where it talks about legal challenges that they could do. So, yeah, that just shows that. Issues which, as a data guy, he may not have been monitoring. Here's what came next in my testimony, which Liz, which Liz Cheney failed to play. Okay, and what was the president's reaction when Matt said to him, hey, we've looked at the numbers, you're going to lose. And I think it's safe to say he disagreed with Miller's analysis. So, yeah, I think he, that just shows he probably disagreed with that analysis, though. Yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Matt, but of, of Jason Miller. But yeah, I'm, I'm interested to hear this. I'm interested to, look, to read about this part. The committee's hearing featured short clips of testimony from other from for, the from other former President Trump's advisors and in two in-person witnesses. Political pundits included former President Barack Obama's advisor David Axelrod predicted that Cheney would likely lose her seat in Congress for taking a front seat role in the January 6th committee primetime hearing. Even if she didn't take that that, that, that role as the, as, as the front center, she would have lost anyway. Just letting you know that. Um, Liz Cheney is making a lecturing open statement at the January 6th hearings, is doing so knowing that, that holding that Trump to account will almost certainly cost her her seat in Congress, Axelrod said. So, yeah. That... I'm just like, yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, I'm just. In, I think that probably probably get you probably get where that's going right here. So literally, like, like this committee is illegitimate. There's no reason it should be around. 
it's for it's falsification. It's um making false um um evidence, creating false evidence. Um, I'm spreading lies. So yeah, if what Trump said was the big lie, which okay, okay, even if I don't, I can't comment on that. But if that is, but um, if that is true, then certainly this right here is the is a big lie as well. It's in itself. I'm just letting you know that right now because you have to be consistent and with this. I'm just letting you know if you're saying like that, saying it like that, you're not being consistent at all. So yeah, like yeah, I want to go right next into this because like Tucker Carlson was talking about this himself about the January 6th committee. So yeah, give me one second. I'm gonna bring that right up. So yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, where is this? Uh, right here. All right, right here. Um, this is from the Daily Caller, which they did an article about this. I'm also going to be playing the um, what the video of what Tucker said about it. So yeah, enjoy. Fox News, and this is from the Daily Caller, like I said. Fox News host and Daily Caller co-founder Tucker Carlson ripped the left-wing media Thursday for lying about the Capitol riot on January 6, 2021. 100% they, they complete, completely lied about it. Our Carlson called out news outlets, including CBS News, CNN, and MSNBC's reports on the Capitol riot, who continuously reported false claims about the events of, of that day. CBS News Chief Election and Campaign Correspondent Robert Costa claimed that the breach killed five police officers. <laughs> that just shows right there that because five officers did not um, um, be killed like that. They, they not that that is completely false right there. Completely false. It's hard to believe um, he said that Carlson said rioters caused the deaths of five police officers. You just heard CBS News tell its viewers this must be the big lies theory. The more bewilderingly false a claim is, the more likely you will be to believe it. Apparently, that's what they're I'm betting on. <laughs> I, I'm, that is what they're betting on because like they're they're trying to make it lie to because they're trying to overwhelmingly change people's opinions because this is going to be an election year and so that and not only that so they can turn more more people against Trump. Apparently, this isn't working like the way they're intending it to be. Yeah. Five officers present at the Capitol riot died by either natural causes or suicide. A medical examiner ruled in April 2021 that Officer Brian Sicknick, who was intentionally thought to have died from brain injuries after being struck in the head with a fire extinguisher, died after suffering two strokes following the riot. Officers Jeffrey Smith, Cal DeFreshtag, Gunter Hashtina, and Howard Leichengoodberg died by suicide after the riot. Wow, that part I did not know that five died by suicide. I was not 100% I was not aware on that. I probably should have looked a little more into that. Uh, after this, I'll have to go take a look more at it. All right, now we're going to play what the video about Tucker saying about it because I'm interested in to watch this part right here. But we did not. Right here, give it a second. But we did not. Uh, give me one. This is on Rumble, I believe. So, wait, no, it's the Daily Callers. Not think it was an insurrection. Right here, I'm trying to bring this up. Huh, I guess I. Because it was okay, I'm trying to find a way to put put this up on. It was not an insurrection. It was not even. Okay, is this it right here? Okay, it's not letting me. So you guys have to watch the small screen. But we did not right, think just right here. Here it is. Sorry about that, guys. But here it is. But we did not think it was an insurrection. 
because it was not an insurrection. It was not even close to an insurrection. Yep, not even close. Not a single person in the crowd that day was found to be carrying a firearm, some insurrection. In fact, yeah. the only person who wound up shot to death was a protester. Yeah. She was a 36-year-old military veteran called Ashley Babbitt. Babbitt was just over five feet tall. Yeah. She was unarmed. She posed no conceivable threat to anyone. Yep. But Capitol Hill police shot her in the neck and never explained why that was justified. Yeah, I'm curious. Those are the facts of January 6th. That is But since the very first hours, they have been distorted beyond recognition relentlessly. Yep. Culminating with last night. Last night, CBS Nightly News told its viewers that insurrectionists at the Capitol on January 6th, yep. quote, caused the deaths of five police officers. They did not cause five that is deaths. a pure lie. It is. There's nothing true about it, and they know that perfectly well. Here's reporter Bob Costa, who should be deeply ashamed yeah. to say something this dishonest. Yeah, I got to hear this. Thursday's primetime hearing will take Americans back to January 6th, when an estimated 2,000 rioters breached the Capitol building, causing the deaths of five police officers. <laughs> that, is, it, that just shows how pathetic that the mainstream media is. It just shows. Someone like Tucker is probably one of the last few people that is actually not is not some that says something that's a little different from the actual from what the other guy says, but actually makes sense when he's saying it too. It's hard to believe yeah. he said that. Yeah, rioters caused the deaths of five police officers. You just heard CBS News tell its viewers that this yeah. must be the big lie theory. The more bewilderingly false a claim is, the more likely you will be to believe it. Apparently, that's what they're betting on. In fact, precisely zero police officers were killed by rioters on January 6th. True. Not five, none, not okay. a single one. Yep. So how'd they get to five? Well, CBS is counting the suicides of local police officers that took place after January 6th. Yeah. In some cases, long after January 6th. Suicide, unfortunately, is pretty common among cops. Policing is a tough job, as we've noted. It is a completely tough job. Whether or not they committed suicide um, from um, from the emotional stress of January 6th, I don't know if that's true or not. Maybe one of them or two of them did. But some of them um, did it long after January 6th. So can't say it's from January 6th. But in these specific cases, the one CBS is referring to, the chief of Washington, D.C.'s police department told the New York Times that actually he had no idea if his officers were driven to kill themselves by January 6th. CBS just made that up. Yeah. The fifth death that CBS News is referring to is of Capitol Hill police officer Brian Sicknick. You will remember his name. Yeah. Sicknick's body lay in state at the Capitol after the media told us he'd been beaten to death by Trump voters with a fire extinguisher. Yeah. Here's what they told you. Officer Sicknick died after being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. Sicknick died after being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. Officer Brian Sicknick died after being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher during the hours-long attack. They beat a Capitol Police officer to death with a fire extinguisher. Officer Brian Sicknick died after being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher during the fight. He died at the age of 42 after he... Like, this is just what the media is. The mainstream media, this just shows how stupid they are, how pathetic their organization as a whole is. He was bludgeoned with a fire extinguisher. Once again, that's not true. Everything yeah. you just heard was completely fabricated. Yeah. The D.C. medical examiner performed an autopsy, and the autopsy report showed that Officer Brian Sicknick had not suffered any kind of blunt force trauma. He was not beaten to death. Yes. He died of a stroke in his office later. 
No one has been charged in Officer Sicknick's death because Officer Sicknick wasn't murdered. Yes. They are lying to you. They that are. is provable. Not a single person you just saw has apologized for lying. Not a single one. Yeah. Yep. And it's not just the news media. Here's Congressman Pete Aguilar of California claiming that officers lost their lives on January 6th. I got to hear this. These hearings will be a chance for the country to come together. Come together? You just That's just the, the moment he says that right away in his first sentence. Come together. No. You're trying to divide the country even further than it already is. This is what is going to lead to a civil war or a national divorce. One of the two is going to happen. And I would prefer, between the two of them, I prefer, I would actually like to have a national divorce happen instead because I do not want something, any more violence to happen. Because there should not, I do not believe in violence at all. But this is what you guys are, are bringing on us. So we got no choice but to go with um, this national divorce idea. To rally around the truth and unite around the rule of law. We owe it to the officers who lost their lives and the officers who were injured to tell that story and to ensure that this never happens again. Let's rally around the truth, he says, as he lies to you. May those words burn your tongue, liar. Yeah. But what did happen exactly on January 6th? What's the truth of that day? Well, that's still unknown. From the extensive video we have of January 6th, it's clear that some... This Ray Epps guy, this video of him, I've talked about him earlier. He was one of the... We don't know if he was a federal agent. We don't know for a fact. But I think it's a pretty strong chance that he was a federal agent. In the crowd, more than a few were encouraging protesters to breach the Capitol to commit felonies. We're not guessing at that. We've showed you the tape. We have pictures of their faces. In the case of a man called Ray Epps, we know his name. Yeah. But they've never been charged. Yeah. Ray Epps was standing in exactly the same place that a lot of people who went to jail were standing. Yeah. But he wasn't charged. People who've been gone to jail and have been locked in solitary confinement for over a year. And they're not allowed to have phone calls, see their families, or have any visitations or anything like that. And they're given poor food. Now, a lot of the, a lot of the people who who were who did illegal things should have go, go go to jail, but they should but they're entitled to to due process. They're allowed to defend themselves, but they're not allowing them to do that with how pathetic they're handling this. His name was taken off the FBI's most wanted list. Why is that? It doesn't make any sense at all. The January 6th committee will not explain that after a year and millions of dollars and a thousand interviews. They won't. I, I, they're not, they're not going to talk about Ray Epps. I wish I, yeah. The fact they're not talking about Ray Epps just says it all. That just says it all. Don't tell us, nor will they tell us how many FBI agents and assets were in the crowd that day. What were they doing there? Why can't we know that? And why are they still hiding thousands of hours of surveillance footage from within the Capitol? If the point of the committee was to get the truth out there, why can't we see the tape? Yeah, why can't we see the tapes? Are you guys trying to hide something from the rest of us? Some stuff you don't want us to see? Yeah. Or like, and remember that guy who, who actually who was an Antifa guy or some BLM guy, I don't remember, went into the, it was in the Capitol actually filming the things and he sold his tape to CNN. Yeah, that just shows that, what that, what's going on. Why did authorities open the doors of the Capitol to rioters and let them walk in, usher them yeah. in the doors? Just That's l- utterly bizarre. They opened the you doors saw and just that let, live. No. They opened the doors and just let them walk in. And they're even taking selfies and shaking their hands. 
So, yeah, that just shows you what was going on. No one's ever explained it. What's the explanation for that? And by the way, whatever happened to the mysterious pipe bomber, whose bombs we later learned many months later, Kamala Harris's bodyguards discovered. Kamala Harris told us she was at the Capitol that day, but she wasn't. Yeah. She was at the DNC with a pipe bomb outside. Her bodyguards found that bomb, but she lied about that. She hid that. Why? Yeah. That's got to be one of the weirdest stories ever. What does it mean, Liz Cheney? Silence. And of course, above all, they lie about the reason that January 6th happened in the first place. Yeah. And you know what it is. The entire country watched Joe Biden get what they claimed was 10 million more votes than Barack Obama himself got. Joe Biden got 10 million more votes yeah. than Barack Obama got. Yeah. And a lot of those votes arrived after the election. In a lot of places, voting, voting was stopped in the middle of the night. Why? Yeah. In the biggest states in the country, voter ID was optional. Why is that okay? That part right there just lets you know everything right there. I'm just letting you know that. A lot of the protesters on January 6th were very upset about that. And they should have been. All of us should be. Yeah. But the January 6th committee ignored all of that completely. Instead, on the basis of zero evidence, no evidence whatsoever, they blamed the entire riot on white supremacy. Here's Joe Biden. Yeah, literally. And not only when he not only that part, remember the Kyle Rittenhouse thing where he labeled Kyle Rittenhouse as a as a white supremacist that ba- that just that he got radicalized and just went into a, a peaceful a peaceful protest and just shot people up. No, that just showed you how pathetic Biden has become. Yeah. Confronting the stains of what remains a deep stain in the soul of the nation. Hate and white supremacy. The violent, deadly insurrection on the Capitol nine there was months no ago insurrection. was about white supremacy. There was in no life. insurrection, buddy. What? There's no evidence for that. None. The people at the Capitol, including the ones who broke the law by entering the Capitol, which is a crime. Probably is a good thing I'm, this video is not going to be on YouTube because I would get a strike for, definitely from this. I definitely would. So, yeah. I'm. Those people to a person said they were upset because they believed their democracy had been stolen from them. And whether all like I said, like if you illegally enter the Capitol without permission, that is illegal. And you can go to you can go to jail for that. Like if you did you broke the law right there, you should be punished. But you should not be um um be treated like some like some um some like like terrible human being. Like um like yes, you did not you could should not have gone into the Capitol even though um, the police just opened the doors and let you come in. So, yeah, I'm just like the same there. Like, they should be treated and they should be given due process. But they're not being given due process when you look at it. They're not. They're being treated like animals when you at the end of the day. If their claims are true or not, that's a valid reason to be upset. Yeah. But rather than reassure the rest of us that actually our democracy is sound, elections are fair and transparent, there's no cheating and we can prove it. Rather than do that, They call half the country names and not just names. The worst name you can be called, the white supremacist. Yes. And then most bewilderingly of all, virtually no Republican in Washington pushed back against any of that. In fact, Lindsey Graham, violence worshiper to the end, said that his only regret was that the Capitol Police didn't shoot more Trump voters. That part I did not hear, actually. Like, if he said, if what he said, like, he wished they had shot more Trump voters, Oh my! I, I was already against Lizzie, Lindsey Graham, but for that, like, ugh. yeah, in the neck and kill them. You've got guns. Use them, Graham said. 
So here you have a sitting U.S. senator, a Republican, urging police officers to shoot unarmed Americans, many of whom were ushered into the Capitol building by law enforcement. How can people talk like that? Yeah. For more than a year, they justified rhetoric like Lindsey Graham, shoot more! Shoot more! By claiming that January 6th was an insurrection. That's not a word they would use to describe, say, the months-long scene. All right. They're, right here, they're, this, this image right here that Tucker's showing, showing a video um, from um, Portland in 2020, which was during, which was the summer of love when all these BLM and Antifa riots were going on. There were actually there was actually over a hundred days of riots and going on with starting fires and burning down buildings and and raiding stores. Like yeah, and right here is actually showing. Um, um, I believe this was um these protesters outside of Brett Kavanaugh or or is this either Brett Kavanaugh's house? I believe this is what it is. Um, just pro, which is illegal. Like you cannot protest outside of a judge's house, at least, so, especially when a decision is being coming down on Roe v. Wade. Is that is what this main, the main thing is about, whether or not Roe v. Wade will be overturned. Like, um, if you like, because you're trying, because like, it's illegal to protest outside of a justice, a judge's house when a decision is being made. So you can sway their opinion, which won't, which then we would not get a fair opinion or a fair decision of a courthouse in Portland or the ongoing coordinated effort to intimidate Supreme Court justices at their homes with yeah. guns. With guns, the they ignored today. But January 6th was different, they reminded us. It was yeah. unique because it was their offices and because it bothered Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. The president incited an insurrection against Congress to prevent... No, he did not. ...prevent the peaceful transition of power. He had, even after the, when the election was certified, he, Trump said himself... He will. He agreed to peacefully. Um. 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 um re, he agreed to peacefully transfer po- and relinquish power. He he said that himself. He agreed to do it. <laughs> yeah. And then he sat back and watched the insurrection. Insurrection. A violent mob. A white supremacist president who incited a white supremacist insurrection. An insurrection. But, but we did well, not. Oh shit! We showed- I'm trying to find that scene. Okay. Sorry. Capital was was an act. Sorry about that. I accidentally pressed the wrong button. Of insurrection. The insurrection that violated the insurrection. Direct back and watch the insurrection. Right here. Insurrection. A violent mob. A white supremacist president who incited a white supremacist insurrection. An insurrection. I believe that was Cori Bush. I could be wrong, but I believe that was. And I believe this is Omar. I believe that's who who she is right here. Like, yeah. The, yeah, I, 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 I have a lot of opinions on Omar. Some of them I can't even actually even say for reasons because I because I would definitely get I don't want to risk getting in trouble on YouTube. Well, even though this won't be on YouTube, but get in trouble on social media. Correction against our government. The violent attack on the U.S. Capitol was an act of insurrection. The no. insurrection that violated the sanctity of the people's capital. This was not a protest. This was an insurrection. It's not protest. It's insurrection. I'm gonna... uh, look back on 2020, buddy. That was true a true insurrection, if anything. The summer of love. We are not defending and would never defend vandalism violence, yeah. rioting. We disapproved of it when it happened. We disapprove of it now. All riots, not yeah. just this one. But this was not an insurrection. But you know what will get you to insurrection? 
If you ignore the legitimate concerns of a population, if you brush them aside as if they don't matter, when gas goes to $5 and you say, buy an electric car. When, when the most people can't even afford one. Cities become so filthy and so dangerous that you can't live there. When the economy becomes so distorted that your own children have no hope of getting married and giving you grandchildren. When you don't care at all about any of that and all you do is talk about yourself nonstop, you might get an insurrection if you behave yeah. like that. Yeah. Speaking of insurrection. So these hearings are going on now. Okay, so yeah, that just shows you how pathetic this has become. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Tucker is one of the very few people that has the balls to talk about this. And I'm glad as hell that he is because, like, he is one of the very few people that is willing to stand up to these radical leftists. And guess what? Tucker is not some right-wing lunatic like the media portrays him. He is actually a moderate when you look at it, like very moderate at the end of the day. And so, yeah. And like when he was talking about like a whole bunch of um, the people, like gas prices, like um, a lot of things going on with government outside of this, like, like they're ignoring a lot of people's opinions on like, um, like that, like um, making it dangerous for people to live in. I actually want to, before I get into talking about the quartering, quartering being swatted, I actually want to talk, show you guys this part right here first. Uh, give me one second. Yeah, it's about Biden's approval rating. I want to talk about that quickly, then we'll get to the quartering. This is from the New York Post. Biden approval sinks to 22% among young adults, which I am a young adult, and 24% among Hispanics poll. This is interesting because... I got to read a little more into this. So, yeah, we'll watch this first from Fox. I want we'll watch this first and then we'll get to the article. Have you ever seen numbers like this in the Hispanic community uh, for a, a president, a Democrat? Biden's Hispanic, like um, one second, Biden's Hispanic approval rating, 26 percent approve. Shocking. And 60 percent disapprove. Wow. That's actually higher than I thought it would be. Truly is. Yeah president we have never seen numbers this high rachel and you know my firm does this and we've done it for many years and obviously the way COVID has been handled and how it's impacted oh, yeah. hispanic owned businesses it the truly policies has that are impacted our children in the schools is all compounding and we're gonna see what that represents in this year of midterm elections for oh, yeah. sure we want opportunity guess, guess what hispanics in texas are actually becoming um, republicans and a, like a lot, like they are actually pissed with how the border crisis has been going down there, like, and they do not want to deal with that down there. That's why they're turning Republican. And then at the end, and then when you look in Florida, like the Hispanics down in Florida are turning Republican too, because they are sick of how this inflation and gas price and nonsense that's going on, and they and they are, they are sick of it just as much as anyone else is. We won education, not indoctrination. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say also uh, something that hasn't been studied, and I think somebody ought to do a some sort of poll on it, is the masking. So many Hispanics oh, yeah. are in the food service um, service industry, and they were masked while other people weren't. And yeah. that sort of um, elitism and classism, I think, was really rubbed a lot of Hispanics the wrong way. Yes, Lee, what do Hispanics want? If you were advising the Democrats, what would you tell them to do to improve those numbers? Oh, yeah. 
look, the Hispanic community is not monolithic. There are other issues aside from immigration. Yep, there is. Care there about, are. There are plenty the are. economy, inflation, uh, crime skyrocketing, and the education of our children. So I think that, you know, we got to get back to talking about those issues that have made so many come to the land of opportunity to get away from socialism, from communism. You have a Democrat Party that panders to the Hispanic community by yep. speaking in Spanish while at the same time trying to literally change our language yep. by forcing terms such as Latinx on us. Yep. Listen, polling shows that only 2% of Latinos identify with that term and haven't been Hispanic. Probably lower than that. Entire life. I'm trying to figure out who that 2% is. That's probably, it's probably lower than that. Is made up of. Yeah, I watch the New York Post too. I, 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 I read them a lot. I watch some of the videos they post as well. But like, I, I mainly got hooked on the New York Post um, after the after social media censored the Hunter Biden laptop story. It's like, um, because back, Senator, the, oh, the yeah. president has, because back then I was blue pilled. And then, like, after I heard about the story, it just, that was one of the main things that got me hooked on the New York Post. So, yeah. I'm gonna read some of this. I'm gonna read the, we're gonna read this article right here. I want to see what these people are saying. One second. Uh sorry about that. Wait, sorry about that, guys. Okay, right here. <clears throat> Approval of President Biden's job um perform of jobs performance slipped to just 33% in a poll released Wednesday by Quin Quinnipiac University. Okay, as even key Democrat Democratic voting blocks such as young people and racial minorities give the president a big thumbs down. Wow. Like a lot of people are turning, like, like I said, um, gener um, the Zoomers are, are actually a teeny bit more conservative than the previous generation is. Like literally, they're the very first generation in 100 years to be a teeny bit more conservative than liberal. And like, yeah, like because every generation gets more and more progressive. Like um, Zoomers are almost as progressive as um, as um, millennials, but uh, there's a very slight percentage of them that are more conservative, and that's because they're you have more conservative pan um, families having more conservative 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 kids, and like more progressive families are ha are having um, fewer kids. That's part of the reason why. The survey conducted June third through six found that twenty two percent of American American kids ages. 18 through 34 approve of Biden's performance, the lowest rating of any age group. Hmm. Just 24% of Hispanic voters and 49% of black voters said they approve of Biden's work. Wow. It should be much lower than that. It should be way lower than that. I have no idea how it's even that high. But although, although elected with the most votes in U.S. history, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Biden's support cre um, 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 create created about seven months into office during the chaotic U.S. U.S. pullout from Afghanistan, and remained low as inflation and violent crime spiked. Yeah, because like Biden has just brought chaos to America. Nothing else. He has not brought. There's not anything good as far as I can see that he's done for America. There, there isn't. In the new poll, 64% of respondents said they disapprove of Biden's handling of the economy, and 34% said inflation is the most pressuring national issue. Annual inflation was above 8% in March and in April, which critics blame on Biden's policies. And yeah, whenever any, whenever the people on the left to say that, oh, it, whenever anyone on the left is told that it's not. It's because it's Biden's fault that the economy is doing bad and inflation. They always they they've always been going to like 
No, it's Putin who, who's, the, who's responsible for inflation and gas prices and the bad economy. That just shows you how pathetic they are. They truly are. Nearly as many respondents, 59%, said they disapprove of Biden's handling of gun violence, a term that covers both sides, uh, both rising vi- violent, violent crime in major cities and recent mass shootings. And Buffalo, Buffalo and Uvalde, I believe that's how it's said. The poll found 57% um, support stricter gun laws, with 94% of support for requiring background checks on all gun buyers. And there are. It's law that you have to have a background check. So that makes no sense whatsoever. Do you approve or disapprove of the way Joe Biden is handling his job as president? Like, here it is. Like, for young adults, it's 54%. So I believe that's... um. Disapproved. So, yeah, that's red is disapproved, blue is approved. 54% of young adults disapprove. And 22% approve, which, yeah, I don't see why. Yeah, and of Hispanics, 58% disapprove. Okay, that's actually good. That's high. Then 24% of Hispanics uh, um, approve of it, which I don't know how anyone can approve it. I don't know, unless they're... Unless they're huge Jimmy Carter fans, I, that would kind of make sense why, but yeah. Owen Biden also went on Jimmy Kimmel, I believe it was today or last night, too, and ta- and basically it was pathetic. The entire interview, like, oh my God, it was embarrassing. Yeah, the, the president's highest marks were for his handling of pandemic, yeah, with 47% approving the and 46% disapproving of his handling of Russia invasion of Ukraine. 42% approved and 50% disapproved amid mostly conservative criticism of the extent of USA to Kiev, which there's no reason we should be even getting involved in that. There's no reason at all. You're not going to convince me that there's, we should not even be funneling weapons to them. Let Ukraine handle that on their own because that's their problem. It's not our problem at all. Biden's support was highest among fewer few, fewer um, fellow senior citizens, with 43% approval among among people 65 and older, as well for, as from Democrats at 79%, and from people with a four-year college degree at 51%. Okay. Yeah, maybe, because a lot of them are usually in suburbs, so that kind of makes Usually, the people that um, um graduate college at uh, with the full year, full um four year college degree, most of them come from the suburbs. So that's not that surprising at all, to be honest. The bleak results are only slightly worse than the real clear politics average of recent polls, which has Biden at thirty nine point five percent approval and fifty four point eight percent disapproval. I think it's even lower than thirty nine percent. Yeah, spelling potential trouble for Democrats in November midterm elections. There's going to be a huge, massive um, red wave this year. Like, if Roe v. Wade is overturned, like I said, I'm still not convinced it will be. But if it is overturned, it's not going to create a blue wave. It's not going to be a rallying cry that the Democrats use. I mean, they'll try to use it, but it won't work at all. Because, like, people are pissed about everything else right here. So pissed. So, yeah, right right here. Um Okay, this is that big, basically list right here. Like I'm disapproved, approve, and like yeah, basically. So like basically, we talked about this. Like um, it, it's gone by. We've seen the percentage. Like um, most like that you get the general idea. Like 
usually most people in the suburbs approve of Biden and most and like and basically people that live out in the country actually, actually disapprove them. That just shows how it is. And so, yeah, people in the cities and suburbs actually approve of Biden more a lot. Will approve of Democrats usually. And people living in the countryside usually um, of, um, disapprove of Democrats. So, yeah. Uh, one second. Okay. Bring the sip. <clears throat> at the same time, at the same point in 2018, former President Donald Trump's RCP average uh, approving rating was 42.2%. Former President Barack Obama's average um, approval rating was at 48% in early June of 2010, while George W. Bush had an average approval rating of over 70% in the aftermath of the 9/11 terrorist attacks. Makes a whole lot of sense because, like, um, he used that to, to um, promote people's fears of 9-11. So, yeah. Bush's popularity later collapsed amid controversy over the Iraq War and on the onset of the Great Recession. Yep. Like I said, Bush, like, his father, um, H.W. Bush, was a member of Skull and Bones. Now, I don't know if, if, if George H.W. Bush, well, my mistake, I don't know if George W. Bush was a member of Skull and Bones, but he and the other Bushes were members of the elite. So that, that like Bush was selected to um to lead America through the new cent into the new century. That's why he was in there. So yeah. The 43rd president president recorded an average approval rating of 36.6% over his second term, while both Trump 42.8% and Obama 45.9% managed to finish their last four years in office above 40%, okay? Biden, according to a Wednesday report in Politico, lashed out at reporters in a recent off-the-record off the visit to the press cabin on Air Force One complaining about a lack of positive coverage. There's nothing, because the reason is because there's nothing positive to cover on you, buddy. There's nothing positive. What, 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 what is there to cover on you that's positive when there's nothing, when there is nothing? Uh, yeah. Oh, Biden again trips up Air Force One stairs ahead of Jimmy Kimmel interview. Okay. After this video, I'm going to go watch that again because I did not get a chance to see that. That has to be hilarious. So, yeah. But the president has, has done little to help flip the script, such as by giving interviews to, pres to present his perspective, as his predecessor, Donald Trump, often did to punch back against critics in advance his own narrative of events. Reason is because Trump wasn't afraid to. He wasn't afraid to call it the BS. He was going against the media and the elites, and they hated him for that. Now, again, again, that that, that did not work the best for him because, like, um, because that just made people double down even more, and we we know what happened. So, yeah. The president's last on-record sit-down interview with a journalist looked place four months ago on February tenth with Lester Holt of NBC. Hmm, I didn't see that either. The interview was recorded and aired three days later during the network's pregame coverage of the Super Bowl. I can't think of a par parallel situation, Peter Baker, a longtime White House correspondent for the New York Times, told Politico. It's the fifth president I've covered and the first one I haven't interviewed. They feel neither the obligation nor the opportunity. Okay, Whatever. Baker added that the president talks about defending democracy, and that's part of democracy, too. Answering questions from people not on your side. I'm glad um, Trump talks to people that's not on his side, because guess what? 
he can get his ideas out more, more and he can call out their bull crap too. So Trump just benefits himself by doing that too. So yeah, I'm glad he actually does that as well. All right, we covered on that part now for about an over over an hour. So yeah, we're gonna go talking into about um the last topic here today. But then we'll let then we'll go. So yeah, basically like um as I talked about last yesterday, well technically now two days ago I should say, was about how Tim Pool got swatted again for the ninth time. Like as you guys know, in the middle of Tim's show, he got his in of the Tim of his podcast, his show got swatted and. He and his crew had to evacuate his the building and wait for three hours before they came on. Now they left um the, the the camera on and just was just a bunch of empty chairs for like over three hours and got over like forty thousand views. More people just came in to watch that, like and like yeah, there was a lot more people interested in that than than anything else. So yeah, and then and then you also saw the video on Chicken City, the live stream, which um shows um Tim's chickens. Like um, he, people he just makes an um, easy bank by by having that live stream go on, so yeah. And like as you guys know, like I'm I don't Tim even talked about later on that um a specialist, which um he didn't say specifically, which I'm positive it was the bomb squad, even though I don't know for a fact because he hasn't released that, and I don't think he will because he wants to keep it vague enough. I'm, but I'm pretty sure it was the bomb squad because like they had to bring dogs and a drone in to go search through the building because like. They had an actual credible threat because this wasn't just like um all the other swattings were like um it was just like a hearsay thing where like they had to intervene to take a look but then leave immediately. No, this was an actual credible threat where they had to go through a thorough investigation. So yeah, you got it was scary when you look at it. Ah uh, yeah, and they just had to stand outside um for three hours and it was incredibly boring and they were, were talking with the officers and like. Yeah, yeah, and like Tim came back on, like I'm um, 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 back on, like after three hours, gave like a five minute speech. Then they then the stream ended. So yeah, like and like that was embarrassing. Like whoever was doing it was literally trying was literally trying to take Tim out. They're trying to silence him because like um, he hosts people that he that a lot of people don't like, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Alex Jones, Steve Bannon, um, Dave Rubin. Um, well, not Dave. I don't know about Dave Rubin, but um, uh, Dave Smith, Ben Shapiro, Candace Owens, Mike, Michael Walsh, Michael Nolan. These are people that the left hates and do not and want silence. So that just shows you how what is what we've become so far. So yeah. And then like um, after there was a time where uh, one of the previous times when Tim got swatted, like um, he told like he told people about it, and then like um, Jeremy from the quartering. I'm a big fan of and watch his channel a lot. He um he got swatted himself. Yeah, like um like I'm gonna show you guys the tweets here that that he's that he sent so you guys can get a, a general idea. So yeah, uh the quartering. So where is it? Where is it? I'm trying to find it right here. Um where is it? I'm trying to find it. Uh, yeah, sorry about this, guys. I'm trying to find that video. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. Where is it? I'm trying to find it. Uh, where is it? Um, I'm trying to find it right here. So where? 
give me a second, guys. I'm still trying to find it. Uh, okay, where is this? Uh, <laughs> that coffee thing. Pretty. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, where is it? Where the hell is it? Uh, 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 right here. Uh, I think I found it. Um, um, trying to find it. Uh, okay. Uh, where is someone? Have did he take those that down? Because I'm I'm curious if he did or not. Uh, oh, I think I may have found it. Uh, okay, bad knowing bike. Okay, uh, uh, okay, um, okay, I think I found them. Like, give me a second right here. Okay, right here. Right here. Uh, he, he tweeted this, so let me get, bring that right up so you guys can see. Um, the quartering right here. Like, he tweeted this, like, um, like an hour or so after, um, like, um, Tim got swatted. So, yeah. It happened just about after that. Here it is. SWAT team just left my house. Someone texted them that I murdered my wife with a high-powered rifle and was going to kill myself. Yeah. It's pretty, I think it's pretty obvious it was the same guy that, that had Tim swatted. It's like they're trying to take him out because, like, um, he's trying to go, he's trying to help Tim. So, yeah. They deployed the SWAT team for an anonymous text. They all knew it was a SWAT too. Hilarious, and he was a hundred percent dead serious when he says that. Like a swatting is an extremely dangerous thing that happens. Like you can literally get someone killed or severely injured that way. Not just um the people that get swatted, but also the police or dogs or other forms of or other pets. Like yeah, uh, you'll be able to listen to the radio calls online, but no effing body cams. Total bummer. Yeah, because I would actually really like to hear what was going on right there. To see it, I should say. Yeah. Uh, no, here's why. Oh, this person tweeted at this. Um, Did you at least give them all nice officers some free coffee uh, for having to go out to your house? If not, you're just as bad as a swatter. Like, like as you guys know, when Tim was swatted, like, in the, in the stream was just going on, Jeremy got in there and donated, like, I forgot how much money, but basically he was promoting his coffee thing. So his coffee endorsement, I believe, like and like and it was pretty funny too. So yeah, no, and here is why: I supposedly murdered my wife. The cops were sitting in my driveway. Then dispatch called me. My effing wife answered the phone, which that just should have told them immediately. Yeah, they should have um, stood down at that moment, not handcuffed me and make me lay in the wet grass and scare the s up shit on my wife. Like they kind. <coughs> They didn't really have much of a choice because, like, they had to search in case, like, something actually did go on. Like, they, I, I know what Jeremy's trying to say, but they didn't really have much of a choice because, like, if something happened and they didn't, like, if an actual thing happened and they couldn't find anything and they didn't search, they found, came back a little bit later and, and saw something actually bad happen, they would get in some serious trouble for that. So, yeah, I know it's bad, but you can't, you can't really take that out on them. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's go look a little more through this. All right. We're 100% fine. Cops were cool after they realized I wasn't a murderer. 
and good and thank God they did. But they crossed a few lines in my opinion. Hmm. Especially continuing on to cuff my wife, which that makes no sense whatsoever. But who was supposed to be the victim of my murder? <laughs> yeah, I don't like the moment they saw that she was alive and like wasn't dead, that they should have probably stood down, but they kind of didn't have a choice to, but yeah. We had a good laugh and I have update and I have updated their do not SWAT list people. So yeah, like what the what it's doing is like um it's it's devouring to make people like um um um, um lower their um ground. So 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 if something bad does happen, they're not prepared for it. They would just be expecting something simple to happen. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. The bad news. Nobody okay, he talked about that. Uh okay, yeah. I'm probably not gonna read that tweet, but it's actually pretty funny. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am certainly my swatting was due to the large amount of super chats I was sending him. Yeah, it, it probably was like, because like I said, Jeremy was sending Tim a whole bunch of super chats and then the, the people, they probably swat him right after that. So yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. Yes, of course it was the same people. I assume they were mad about all the super chats. It's okay. Probably that too. And probably because Jeremy is defending Tim and bringing awareness to this kind of stuff. They won't. They've been getting away with it for months, and I assume nobody is investigating. No one's investigating it. As a matter of fact, it could even be the feds and, and the government involved in it just to shut them down. That's possible. Possible. I mean, I don't know if that's what's happening, but it's possible. So, yeah. Okay, this was actually from um, Tim's swatting right here. Like It was a photo like by someone took. I don't know who it was. Um, only a fraction of the response. So, there, I, be, I believe, uh, wait, wait, no, this is Jeremy, right? Is this, I can't tell if this is Jeremy or, or if this was Tim's swatting. So, yeah, I don't know, but this is just a fraction of it. So the cops there, the driveway's open, like they're doing all the searching, like, yeah, that just tells you where. So, yeah. Uh, all I wanted to do was sell some coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, let me try to work. Trying to find it, like, uh, okay, I'm trying to find this. Like, there was an image he posted, so, yeah. Where is it? Like, um, there's an image that Jeremy posted, so I'm trying to find it. Where is this? Uh, oh, yeah. The death was the goal of the swatting, so that's 100% true right there. That the entire goal of a SWAT is to get someone killed or make them so scared that they'll stop doing something. That's the that's what the, a swatting is at the end of the day. I don't like it, but yeah. Where's that image he posted? I want to bring that up because that's actually a really in, right here. This was the image, like I believe, it was, <coughs> I believe this is from his house where he where like on his doorbell or like he had a like he had like a ring thing. So that if or like a motion sensor, so that when someone was coming up to it, there was an image taken. And right here it says, "Shout out to these these kings, lol." No, I am not dead. They were awesome. So yeah, officer, they're actually pretty good people, but they're just doing their job. It's not their fault that this kind of, this stuff happened. It's these idiots' fault, like that was taught that was that and tried to do the swatting. It's their fault, whoever it was. So. Yeah, the entire goal of a SWAT is to scare someone or get them hurt or silence them. That's just what it is at the end of the day. 
Oh, yeah. And now we're actually, the last thing we're going to talk about, we're, we're actually going to watch the video he made about his swatting. So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm this is actually something interesting. Yeah, I'm going to bring this up. Yeah, right here. Uh, I was swatted last night. And so, yeah. Okay, right here. Huge. Right here. I'm, gonna, I'm a big fan of, of Jeremy. So, yeah, let's watch this right here. Huge shout out to this video sponsor, <laughs> Raid. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty funny right here. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I gotta go back to that part right there. Obviously, you have Jeremy right here, and then you have Tim right here, like being investigated. Like, like this is something hilarious right here. I, I I think Jeremy is a genius for doing this, so, yeah. Number one, step forward. Hand me the keys, you f***ing <laughs> Number two. Give me the f***ing keys, you f***ing Knock it off. Number three. Oh. Yeah. Right here. It was meme on Tim Pool and uh, sell my coffee while uh, he was standing out in the cold as... Officers swept his home for the 10, 10th time um, as this person who continues to uh, uh, yeah. SWAT creators. Basically, I have no faith that they'll ever be caught. Yeah, um, neither do I. Because, I mean, I would assume they would by now. So I decided, you know, pop into Tim's chat, throw a few dollars at him, reminding everyone that <laughs> a few dollars, 5% with uh, code a Tim few Cast. dollars, but yeah. Or a wide variety of other meme-worthy uh, comments. People were having fun. Chat was, I think, for the most part, got it. Like, yeah. got the meme. Uh, and then um, I got a phone call. I didn't see the phone call. Uh, they called me twice. Didn't uh, notice. I was actually just interacting in the chat. Yeah. Um, then somebody called my wife at 11.30 at night. <laughs> 11 or 11.30 at night. Yeah. And uh, she told me someone's calling her. So I said, well, you better answer it. And it was dispatch hmm. uh, asking if she was uh, alive yeah. and still okay. Uh, I switched to my security cam outside. Yeah. Uh, and there was about 20 uh, armed to the teeth wow. officers on my property wow. uh, surrounding my house. Uh and I'm going to get into all the details of how that happened. But, um, yeah. yeah, all I wanted to do was sell coffee. <laughs> yeah. I know that it's uh, the same person that's doing this to Tim because they are doing it in the exact same way. Yeah. Essentially, here's what, what happened. They sent an anonymous text message from some, you know, website or something. Yeah. It said that I had... I uh, dispatched my wife with a high-powered pew-pew, and wow. I was going to do it myself, too. Um, wow. So a random anonymous text is good enough to deploy, I'm going to guess, 15 to 20 officers to your house. That's pathetic when you look at it. Uh, there needs to be more. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they need to look at that, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute. So text goes out. They try to call me. They try to call her. I don't know if they would have turned around or went home if we answered, because when I did answer, dispatch lied to me what? Uh, and tricked me into going outside and literally getting arrested and handcuffed. Hmm. Uh, so that's a hu huge issue I have. 
Yeah. Um, which I want to talk about more in depth too. But but then again, like um, if an actual situation like that was going on, they would want to neutralize the threat immediately. So I can understand where Jeremy's coming, but I can also see where what they were the officers were just trying to do their job. So the officers, I think, acted the best that any that they could have. Yeah. Given uh, the information that they had. I've spoken with my lawyer this morning, and we are going to make a statement on Friday. Yeah, uh, because I do believe there are some critiques to be had. But mm. the officers that I interacted with, once they had me in custody, <laughs> I realized that I wasn't obviously this thing uh, that I hadn't done this thing. Um, yeah, you know they were cordial, polite. Um, you know, and yeah, I think that they were probably embarrassed that they were there. <laughs> yeah, of course, um, no shit. I think one of the officers. There was a point where I, I was like imploring them. I'm like, you guys, this is, you know, I'm a content creator. Look at my YouTube channel. Yeah. I'm on the list, blah, 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 blah. And then one of the officers must have recognized me. Yeah. And then um, within like a minute of that, the, the handcuffs were off. But there were yeah. some, there were some scary issues. Also, for yeah. the 10th time happening to Tim Pool, where well, time, people have actually. to sweep the house. Yeah. This the I, I know I'm I'm memeing about it like use like seriously today yeah you use code SWAT at coffeebrandcoffee.com on single orders of either hot cocoa coffee or our six brand new teas or we'll give you ten percent off all reoccurring orders yeah to help to help uh, offset you know the, the meme of it all. Yeah, I was having fun with chat last night. A lot of people decided to try out the coffee or tea, which I'm really excited about. Probably got I hope higher that people record today uh, turn a negative into a positive and try yeah. it out. Like the promo code actually works. You could also use Nick Ricada's promo code knows, and he doesn't get any of that money. Just so yeah. you know, like I'm coming for you, Grift King. Yeah. So I'm going to give your viewers five percent off, but I'm not going <laughs> to give Nick any of the money. Um, okay. Because, you know, he doesn't need it. Yeah. But uh, anyway, here's what happened. Yeah. So the text comes through. Um, I pick up the phone. I'm talking to the dispatcher. I know immediately that it's a SWAT at this point. Because Tim is literally being swatted at this exact same time. Yeah. They didn't want to listen to that. Huh. So look, uh, go home. You know, my wife is fine. She literally answered the phone. Yeah. You know, everything's fine. No, no, no. Uh, I said, well, let me talk to some an officer on the scene. So here's where they lied to me, which I okay. think is uh, not okay. okay. I understand why they did it, but uh, the lie is what made the situation potentially dangerous. Yeah. Because if they had told me the truth, that somebody called and said that I did this thing, I could have just put my wife back on the phone and disproved it and sent all these officers home to go do jobs that actually matter. Yeah. I go protect people that actually You're wasting needed it. tax dollars and wasting officers. Uh, anyway, time so to they do their job. they said, "Would you like to talk to the officer?" I'm like, "Yes, I would." Um, they did not put the officer on the phone, and then they said, uh, "Oh, well, he's right outside your door, right?" Uh, I'm like, "Okay, well, I'll pop the garage door open." The media, I pop the minute, moment I pop the garage door open, there's 15 or so officers wow. pointing. Um, uh, rifles at me, yeah, screaming at me to, to put my hands up and walk backwards and go down. I had to go down on my knees, and they put me in freaking handcuffs, which is wow, embarrassing. And yeah. for all parties involved, my neighbors are all outside, like filming it. It's hilarious. Yeah, um, I, at no point that did video. I feel in danger. Um, 
you know, and my only disappointment was, and I made several jokes about this, is that uh, they didn't have body cams. So yeah. I didn't, get, I won't get to get the footage. Weird that they didn't have body cams because they're supposed, I think they're supposed to have body cams, but I don't know where Jeremy lives. So maybe in his area, he doesn't. The officers don't need to. I don't know, but maybe that's what it is. Can't get donut operator to break it down. Um, but fortunately, um, you know, when I was laying on the lawn, uh, you know, three inches from a, a dog prize pile. Um, yeah. You know, my pants weren't exactly all the way up. So I'm good that that's not all over the internet, I suppose. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Um, I think, again, scary, uh, you know, bad. I think, you know, I am on the list, so to speak. Maybe if I if I would have answered the phone, like I didn't recognize the number, so I didn't pick it up. Um, and maybe if I had answered, yeah. they would have handled things differently. So they're on the outside. They don't know me. Uh, they think that, you know, they, they were like watching me through the windows, they told me. And I, they're like, we were watching you just sitting there drink a White Claw. And you didn't exactly look like somebody just. Yeah. I was like, this is all after I'm face down in the dirt getting handcuffed, by the way. Yeah. So I'm handcuffed for about 20 minutes. Pretty, um, I'm pretty at bad this point getting very mad um, and irritated and angry. And I'm very worried uh, for my wife uh, because she has no idea what's going on. She's in the house. They got, they bring in another squad car, turn on the lights, Weird. turn on wow. the loudspeaker. So they wake up my entire neighborhood and command my wife, leave the house. They pro there's no way. There's no reason. There's no reason they should have done that part. There's really no reason. Yeah. Us with our hands up, all this stuff. And then here's where things I think started to where I have some serious critiques. Yeah. First and foremost, um, once you saw my wife was alive, you should have just like chilled out a minute. Yeah. Um, or at least taken a quick have second realized, to think oh, about something. He's telling the truth. Now, my wife did tell me this morning, she's actually more fine with it than I am. She's like, well, they don't know that I'm your wife. Yeah. Um, I could have been anybody. And I was like, okay, I guess. Yes, I right? guess too, but still. Um, but the problem I have is they handcuffed her. I. That's not okay. I would have gotten, if my wife, even though I don't have a wife yet, but um, if my wife got handcuffed like that for that reason, I would have been flipping out. I would have been pissed off, like way more than Jeremy probably was or is. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, this is somebody that is potentially, you think, did you think she was a zombie? Did you think she was a zombie, a flesh-eating zombie back from the grave? Yeah. Um, she's out there in her freaking pajamas with no shoes on, um, getting handcuffed. Yeah. Not acceptable, in my opinion. I'd you have to exercise, like, some... Like, okay, let's just look. You want to go through, you want to check stuff, that's fine. But let's put the rifles down. Yeah. I mean, my wife had six pointed at her and she was scared out of her mind. Yeah. Like, that is the scare. That is an ex the scary part and the most disturbing aspect of this. Like, um, if something that bad had happened, like if they could have just made a mistake and, like, yeah, accidentally um, let one off, like, oh my God. Right. Uh, and I knew what was going to happen and all this stuff, but she had no idea. Now, again, I think that they probably acted the best they could given the information. Um, what I would, you know, I have a couple of hopes, obviously that, 
you know, they just catch this person. Yeah. Maybe my time was a mistake. You know, they slipped up. But so anyway, so she's handcuffed. Then um, the way I remember it was kind of all of a blur because I was having an anxiety attack during the whole thing. Um, yeah. That I would have had. A, I think a once the attack. once the cop recognized there was like 20 cops or 15, maybe 15, 20. One of them recognized me. And then they kind of disappeared. And then, like, my wife was immediately out of handcuffs. And then I was immediately out of handcuffs. So yeah. somebody there recognized me. So shout out to you. I assume you're probably watching this video. Yeah. My wife was probably in handcuffs handcuffs for, like, 30 seconds or a minute. Uh, but, I mean, I was in handcuffs for, like, 20 minutes. And I've, I'm 40 years old. And I've never, ever been in handcuffs my entire life. And we're just lying on so, the ground. Outside of the bedroom. Um, in the, in the, so, in the like... Uh, it was uh, not in a... the ground, but yeah, he was probably laying on the ground, did but lying on the ground while in handcuffs. But that part outside of the bedroom, though, like okay, that just lets me know, like, um, how he does it out in his personal life. But well, here's the thing I don't care what he does in his personal life, but but yeah, that just says a little something, though. Entire life, so outside of the bedroom, so like it was not a, yeah. a fun experience for me. It was a very conflicting moment because I was extraordinarily angry at these these officers, but it's, I also not, understand that they were just. It's not necessarily their fault per se. They were just doing their job because they have to react quickly if there's a credible threat like that, or at least they believe there is. So, yeah, doing their job to the best of their ability based on the information that they had. Um, I have an issue putting, you know, irons on my wife, um, but then again, you could point out that well, they don't know that's your wife even though yeah. she also answered her phone when you called in the first place. Yeah. But luckily enough, see the dispatcher lying to me is an issue that I have because if they had told the truth, somebody called in a concern about your wife or something like that, I could have like not been at, put at risk by going outside. Things happen, okay? Yeah. I could have tripped on the concrete and then maybe it looked like I was rat grabbing for something. People have died from this. Yeah. One guy oh. had a heart attack, and then another guy was actually gunned um, down, turned into Swiss cheese. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I view these type of things as, um, you know, attempts on your life. So, um, everything is, you know, obviously fine now. Um, you know, to the to the Hopefully to the slaughters, the people doing it. Obviously, I know, and you know that you're probably unlikely to ever get caught. Yeah. Uh, I would ask that you, you know, leave my house out of it, please. Um, yeah. My wife is not a part of this. She's not a part of my content. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you have a problem with me, you know, whatever. Okay. Um, yeah. Meet him I'm face. sure that it. Why don't you meet him face to face? And then we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's because I was sending all those super chats. Like, it's because I was sending all those super chats in Tim's chat that it happened. Um, I'm not going to not support my friends and content creators. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's funny. It's and not I funny. I sincerely literally could get like, someone wish killed. that you would stop doing this because when you get caught, when your luck runs out, you're going to spend a very long time in prison. And and, and Jeremy and Tim are probably going to have champagne. Are going to do have champagnes when that happens. And they're going to have a long-ass party when that happens, too. Yeah. Just don't think that it, it's worth it, bro. Like, it's just not worth it. And, like, 
if you have some sort of problem with with Tim or whatever like that, yeah. like I don't know what I have to do with that. Um, yeah. And my wife certainly has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Uh, you know, the I want to end with like a, a solid, like I thought the officers were very professional, especially after they, um, you know, kind of realized that I was telling the truth. Yeah. Um, they did. I have, we do need to look at this thing called exigent circumstances where I had twice refused entry to my home. Yeah. It was very clear that it was a SWAT at this point, and they said yeah. they had to sweep the house, and I refused. Yeah. I know my rights. You know, I, I said, I do not consent to any searches. I refuse you entry to my house. They, they Technically, they're not allowed to without a warrant. But now, there's sometimes officers, they go into houses even without one because, like, in case something like an emergency is happening, like, that, it, that, that doesn't happen all the time, but once in the, every now and then that will happen. Not just on principle. I don't have anything in here to hide, but it's on principle, bro. I want to go back to bed. Yeah. I let my wife go back to bed. We're standing here in the freaking garage with no shoes on at midnight. Our dogs are going berserk. Um, and they win in any way. And yeah. they have this thing called exigent circumstances, which yeah, means that's what like, it is. Basically, if they have reason to believe that there's a major issue going on, they can enter your home. Well, I don't believe that they had exigent circumstances in this. They probably case did. I don't think they did. We were both out there. They knew that there was a, a crank call and they still went into my house. Yeah. I'm not okay with that whatsoever. I refused it several times and they got edgy and angry. One, the, one of the officers got angry and, and snippy with me. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, I, and they have the right according to this exigent circumstances stuff, but Boy, that really seems ripe to be abused by law enforcement. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, these particular people were all professional, but no, I don't want people in my house after, especially it's been proven that yeah. you, uh, you know, that it's a crank call. Um, yeah. You know, and, you know, thankfully they did just, you know, check it out and make sure there were no bodies laying around and then they got the hell out of there, which yeah. is fine. Um, but I'm not a fan of that. I, I do obviously still support our police, and I think that they did the best that they could. Yeah, same here. Complete, uh, but, you know, dear Slaughter, please leave my wife out of this. Uh, she's an innocent. I, I, you have to have some scruples. Um, she's got nothing to do with this stuff. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this video. I hope that. Okay. So, yeah. Like, whoever is doing this, they're intentionally trying to target people that are anti-establishment. Like Jeremy is, like Tim is, like... And plus, they're not afraid to speak their minds. And, like, I'm glad that they are not afraid to speak their minds. Like, that just shows, like, the fact that they're willing to speak their minds, I have a lot of respect for them, especially for Tim. It's like, he's had Alex Jones and Marjorie Taylor Greene on. Like, the fact that he was willing to do that, he has some balls. Yeah. All right, now, like, um, this episode's gone on probably long enough, so pro probably I'm gonna wrap this up right here, guys. Now, guys, so because I, I gotta get some, I gotta get some sleep now. So, yeah. All right, guys, like this. Make 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 sure to like this video, subscribe to this channel, and turn on notifications. Also, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Minds, Apple po Apple Podcasts, Cloud Hub, Gab, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and yeah. And so, yeah, I think that's all of them. So, sorry, guys. I always get them mixed up because I got a lot of them to do. So, forgive me for that. All right. This is Ray, the host of the Ray Infinity Show. This has been episode number 47, which Donald Trump will be 
the 47th president and the 47th president in 2024. Catch you guys later. Peace. Mm-hmm.